Well, this is Rock Hard Caucus. I'm Justin. <laughs> I'm here tonight with co-host Natalie. Hey. Uh, we're joined tonight by a special guest. We've got Taylor from the Hoot and Holler podcast. Welcome to the show, Taylor. Well, thanks for having me, you guys. I'm really excited. This is part two of our uh, continuing integration with the Hoot and Holler <laughs> show. <laughs> the, this is the master plan, yes. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, we'll be one podcast of like 10 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves those. Very listenable every week. <laughs> We're going to be the arcade fire um, of podcasts. <laughs> Is that the uh, is that the new uh, sp- space flavored Coca Cola that you've got there? Oh no! So here's the thing: I'm a tourist. I'm afraid to try new things. Um, so I keep seeing it at the come and go, but I'm too afraid to try it. It's just uh, the cherry uh, Coke Zero. Oh okay, yeah. I... Because regular Coke gives me heartburn because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen that uh, bottle design, but it's good to know that you have come and go down there. Oh yes, yes we. Do. <laughs> They are uh, headquartered here in our state. We're oh so proud of them. We have an ongoing bit about uh, Iowa gas stations on mm-hmm. Hoot and Holler. Uh, we're big fans of come and goes and what we called reformed Casey's. I believe Casey's is based <laughs> in Iowa yeah, as well, isn't they it? Are. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we know our gas stations. <laughs> yeah. there is a reason our outhouse is a logo. So. <laughs> <laughs> Number one export of Iowa is the gas station. We love a good gas station pizza. Who doesn't? Yeah. And if you don't, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I wouldn't say I love it, but I eat so much of it that <laughs> that's a big cultural thing with our, like, uh, we've got one in particular uh, elected Democrat in the state who is always talking about how much he loves gas station pizza to sort of, like, endear himself to the the regular folks. Man, when I was a lib, that definitely, that absolutely would have worked on me. Like, I, I don't want to admit it. It would have... So like the man of the people. Yeah. Well, uh, the reason that we have invited Taylor on specifically is that she lives down in Fayetteville, Arkansas, which is uh, near near the uh, headquarters of the the Duggar clan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Duggars actually live in. Is it pronounced Taunty Town? Uh, so it is supposed to be uh, Taunty Town. Yes, uh, but everyone right here. Uh, uh, <laughs> calls it Tawny Town. I had no. I was literally a grown ass adult before I realized that Tawny Town had a T in it. I grew up like an hour and a half away from here. It's like not far. Yeah, Tawny Town. <laughs> Tawny Town. We just call it Tawny Town. That sounds like a real place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those of you who uh, you know, listeners who are not aware, uh, the oldest child. Of the Duggars, who are the family, uh, who were the subject of the TLC show 19 Kids and Counting and all of its uh, related spinoffs. The oldest child, Joshua Duggar, uh, has been convicted of, uh, I think it's like possession and viewing of... Receipt and possession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of uh, child pornography. So... We will uh, most likely be discussing sensitive subjects of sexual abuse today, but not in any like 
excruciating detail, <laughs> but that will no. be a, a subject of discussion. And Natalie and I, like when the trial was happening a couple months ago, we were both following it pretty closely. I have not really followed the Duggar family from beginning to end. I know Natalie knows a lot have more about these people I than me. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to ask me what is one subject that you know more about than any other subject, <laughs> it is the Duggar Extended Universe. And so I was just so fucking excited to learn that Taylor was from Northwest Arkansas and even more excited that she isn't so sick of the Duggars that she isn't willing to talk to me about them. <laughs> I put a I put a ban uh, about talking about the Duggars on, on in place for me uh, on our podcast after the trial and then i said we would reevaluate in the first quarter of 2022 and we did uh we did go ahead we've been talking about him here and there um as you know, the little things have come up but mm-hmm. for a while i was like i've got to have a goddamn break <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, he's supposed to be sentenced at like the end of may i think i saw uh, yeah, one was, month from today may 25th yeah. okay he got it, it was, pushed back right mm-hmm. I think that came down like last week that, yeah, that they had finally set the new sentencing date. So all of this will be revealed soon. <laughs> so I uh, Taylor, I think we are like around the same age. So mm-hmm. were you aware of the Duggars before they had a TV show? So, I mean, the Duggar, uh, 19 kids and counting started, I think what in like 2003, something yeah, like mid 2000s. Yeah. So they had specials before that. Yeah, mm. but yeah, so they, and they had they had had specials on TLC before then, but we had just known about them because, and we'll get into this a little bit later, uh, because I do think it's a really important part of the story is Jim Bob Duggar, also mm-hmm. not his given name, um, <laughs> J- James Robert, James Robert, and this <laughs> fucking hillbilly ass was like, let's go by Jim Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, listen, I am clearly, I've got, I'm on a podcast called Hoot and Holler. I am all about being proud of your Ozarks heritage, but, like, yeah. was a little, little on the nose. But he was a member of the Arkansas House of Representatives mm-hmm. uh, back in the 90s and then into the 2000s. And, like, my first, like, recollection of the Duggars was there was a photo of the kids. Oh, and this was when they were still, they weren't, didn't have quite 19 yet. I think they probably had... <laughs> Still a lot, maybe like 10 or something at this point. And Jim, Bob, and Michelle and the kids were down in Little Rock. And they took this picture of them. They ended up like going, and not to to sound uh, like too brain poison here, but kind of like went the version of like viral that you could. I think it was like maybe like 99, 2000 yeah. of kind of like that, that level. And it got picked up. And that's when TLC, I think, kind of got interested in them was from that picture. And so we had known about them just because like, you know, I, I grew up in a town uh, called Batavia, Arkansas, um, which is... Uh, about an hour and a half away from uh, where I live now and where the Duggars live now. And so, you know, it was very much just like, kind of like, we just knew about them. And then when you move up to here, I mean, you just, it's, I mean, it's hard to miss them. And so (laughs) they walk around in like a big pack of children still or yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, pretty much. And so, yeah, so there was just like, they were just kind of always like there. And then, you know, I think like everybody, like we got more introduced to like the intricacies of 
their home life, their takes on religion, on child rearing, all that kind of came out, I think, like at the same time as the rest of the nation. Yeah, this is something that I, I was like, uh, it was repellent to me. I did not want to watch this TV show. It was <laughs> so I, I don't uh, yeah. think I've ever seen like a single moment of it. I remember seeing it on TLC. Uh, my mom was really into it. Okay. But I mean, it was just kind of more of like, oh, if it was on, like we didn't have DVR. So it was just like, it just like literally just had to be on or then we would watch it. But besides that, it was just all like kind of word of mouth stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And Natalie, were you watching this like as it aired when it first started? Oh yeah. Okay. This has been an interest of mine for twenty years. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, we got fourteen kids and pregnant again, and we got sixteen kids and moving uh, in. We yes. Got- <laughs> That's when they built the big compound. When I remember built, that one. When yeah. they built the... The, the Tin Mansion. Yeah, the TTH. <laughs> yeah, I watched it at the time. It was always a freak show for me, but I will get, like, very... Like, I'll seize on to something like that and mm-hmm. be like, I have to see this through the downfall. Like, I just... <laughs> I have to. And I always knew. And so, like, when I, fir- I first started watching it and, like, when it came on, I've seen all of 19 Kids... I didn't watch a ton of counting on because those bitches are boring. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nineteen kids is like early nineteen kids is like a masterpiece because it was before they had really become the kind of cash cow that they were, and so mm-hmm. the producers would push back on them a lot, make fun mm-hmm. of them a lot. They would put them in like absurd situations <laughs> and like ask them like really uncomfortable questions, and it was a lot more entertaining. Um, but I was I watched it at the time. I watched all of it. And it was because, like, I want to be, like, I want to know all the lore because this is all going to come crashing down and it's going to be the best payoff. And I mm-hmm. re- have a distinct memory in 2015. Yeah, it's for been those who don't falling know. down for, like, seven years now. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. Done for a long time. For those who don't know, um, the like first wave of the downfall of the Duggars was, and this is kind of the trigger warning. Um, I don't want to go into the details of everything that's like super bad about Josh Duggar. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be like super gloss. I don't want to talk about what kind of stuff he was looking at. I don't want to. It's really bad. Yeah. I was kind of hoping. I, I know. I think we talked a little bit about that when you were on. That's kind of yeah. where I'm at with it. So it's totally. just like, it's yeah. so bad. I don't want to subject people to it if yeah. they're not like actively wanting to know so but he um a a police report was leaked to in touch magazine that he had um, molested four of his sisters and a babysitter over the course of several years he was like essentially terrorizing his sisters i mean it was like a long-term like um, they'd send him out of the house and send him back in, whatever. So um, that came out. Um, and then shortly thereafter, there was the Ashley Madison leak. And it was leaked that he um, was cheating on his wife, Anna Duggar, with whom he now has seven children. They had like four at the time, I think. Mm-hmm. And I just have like such a vivid memory of like, I've invested fucking 15 years of my life in this. <laughs> yeah. And this payoff is awful. I did not want him to fucking molest his fucking sisters. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I was like, it was the Ashley Madison leak yeah. I wanted. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wanted tax evasion. That's more fun. I wanted mm-hmm. porn cheating, like porn stars. I wanted, it was just like strippers. And then like, when it was this stuff, it was yeah. like, oh God. Exactly. And in, in 2015, when that In Touch Weekly story came out, he was 
uh, high up in the family research council or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. that's called. He was the, the di- he was the director of the Political family director research council. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which he had no business doing. I mean, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I read stuff from um, people who worked with him that were like, he doesn't fucking know a thing because they don't. There's well, he, no he real has education. No education at all. Yeah. No, I mean they yeah. like. The show's kind of funny because it, like, pretends like they're doing such a great job homeschooling <laughs> them. And so all the kids will be sitting together, and it's, like, toddlers through high schoolers. And Michelle will be like, okay, today we're going to talk about bankruptcy. And it's like, you're teaching everyone? <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. And, like, what does a toddler need to know about bankruptcy? Shouldn't you be trying to teach them to read? Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> just like the worst education ever like he had no political background it was just because it was like jim bob and all of them were famous that he got the job but yeah he lost his job moved back he was kicked off the show the interesting thing to me is that so he got kicked off the show but they never renegotiated the contract mm-hmm. so all of the they like did a spinoff called counting on and it was supposed to be just jill and jessa which are two of the older girls and um they never told jill or jessa that they were getting paid and the contract stayed with jim bob so he continued to make all of the money from the show and the daughters had no idea it was supposedly like a ministry opportunity is what he told his kids they're like the most they're like the abusive people in the world yeah Mm -hmm. and i mean like all they beat their kids they i mean it's just like Mm -hmm. layers upon layers of abuse um and then when he was arrested for um downloading child pornography that's when counting on ended and that was only like a year ago yep yeah Yeah. Yeah. i just i thought counting on was really boring especially because like when the one of the daughters ends up suing the parents um, mm-hmm. for payment and she was the only one I really liked at that point and she left the show so I Jill is the only like kind of okay one yeah um, uh, that's, that's kind of how I feel I, I and I, I want to kind of go back to the point of you know I was kind of the same way of like oh I'm ready for the Duggar downfall like what's it gonna yeah. be what's it gonna be what's it gonna and be then, and then it was like if it like you said if it just stopped at the Ashley Madison stuff it just that would have been fucking hilarious if he was like talking to nobody on the site that he was also paying for trying <laughs> yeah. to cheat on his wife that <laughs> yeah yeah amazing and he paid for like the affair guarantee which is <laughs> yeah. like my best Was that was that like I seem to remember the Ashley Madison thing was like a huge leak. It wasn't just oh, like it was people everybody. found out he was on it. It was like the whole user base was yes. leaked. Yeah. yeah, okay. I know a girl who got divorced because she found her husband's name on there. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's juicy. Yeah. It was like just sex workers on there. <laughs> that's it was it, it was a lot of it was a, a big site for sex workers, and it was also like. 98% men. Yeah. <laughs> it was a and scam. They, they were yeah. Having, yeah, and they were, like, having employees, I guess, like, make fake accounts to, like, talk to these men, but it would never go anywhere. <laughs> because, like, who's gonna, like, go type into customer service? I want my affair guarantee back. Like, I did mm. not, I wasn't, I wasn't able to get laid on this website. <laughs> no one's gonna get asked for that money back. <laughs> But I also think this, like, this, like, 
look that we got into the Duggars, I also think that it tells a much bigger picture. And I'm sure with you, now you have become aware of some, like you said, the Duggar extended universe out to some of the other uh, yeah. like quiverful families that are yep. out there. Quiverful, mm-hmm. IBLP, the ATI, mm-hmm. all the, yeah, well, I talked to Justin about this at length. Can I ask you what those <laughs> acronyms are before we move on? <laughs> yes. So the Duggars are like a subset of a really big Christian patriarchy, Christian dominionist movement. Mm-hmm. And so they are part of a, a cult that's called IBLP, which is the Institute of Basic Life Principles. And it's mm-hmm. run by a man named Bill Gothard, who is also a pedophile. Yeah. Or was, formerly. He has now been um, removed. <laughs> removed from uh, the organization, not from... Right. You know his other activities. Yeah, you, you'll find <laughs> listeners that the more we discuss this, more and more of these people turn out to be abusing children. Yeah, and everyone and else. They're all them. pedophiles. Yeah, the mm-hmm. cop they bring him to to do the oh. police report is a pedophile. <laughs> yes, in prison right now. Yeah, in yes! prison. Yeah. <laughs> They're all pedophiles. Like, and that's why I think this is like a really important thing to talk about because mm-hmm. I think it's like deeply influential ideas yes, in American mm-hmm. consciousness. And people need to understand that like the religious right, like the logical endpoint of patriarchy is pedophilia 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Like the domination of women's bodies, the, you know, mm-hmm. like abuse of trans people, like that stuff is like. It all always results in this, like, extremely evil. And the ideas that they believe in sound, like, a little bit wacky on the show, but, like, they are logical extensions of things that are deeply rooted in American society and extremely dominant right now. And so Mm -hmm. I think understanding them or, like, at least their, like, larger context is really important to understand what's going on with trans people right now, what's going on with abortion right now, what's going on with the religious right. Public education. Public education, yeah. Like, the homeschooling movement is a huge part of all of this. Um, So I think even though they, like, seem a little wacky and it seems like kind of a niche interest, it has some really important things to tell us as far as, like, what their larger philosophy is. And, like, the main points I want to make about, like, what their belief system is – well, I'll talk about the acronyms and then that. And then yeah, what was it, came, ATI, I think you said? Yeah, that's the Advanced Training Institute. That's their, like, um, homeschool arm. They, mm-hmm. like, produce homeschool materials. And that's a huge part of it is, like, you know, going within the home, teaching within the home as, like, a kind of indoctrination method. They're anti-birth control. Mm-hmm. So what did I say? IBLP and ATI. They're independent fundamentalist Baptists, but they're part of, like, this larger Christian patriarchy movement. Um, Quiverful is, like, kind of the umbrella term for that movement. Someone who is a quiverful family is someone who does not use birth control, and it comes from a verse in the Bible that says that children are quivers um, in the for the arrow of the army of God or whatever. So it's this idea that, like, you make as many children as you can so that you can make even more, like, Christian psychos to, yeah. like, take over. I think a, qu- a quiver is what you hold the arrows in. So yeah, you're trying to yeah. fill up your quiver with yep. children. Children are your ammunition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a healthy way to think about them. <laughs> yeah. But they do literally believe in uh, the Duggars, but then also, uh, as Natalie's talking about, this like larger like Christian Dominionist movement. Mm-hmm. They literally believe they are in a holy war mm-hmm. for their nation and like their family's like spiritual well-being. And that is, I think, once you understand 
the like the discussion that we're going to have and then also the fact that abuse almost always plays into these situations yeah um that's why it's so important that we talk about why these people are doing it because if they're not getting a tlc show they're running for state senate if they're not doing that they're running for school board if they're not mm-hmm. doing that they're you know on the pta or whatever it is and so it's very easy to like some of these people are like oh it's kind of like the weirdo down the street like okay i got a bunch of kids and but then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we should take Mickey Mouse out of high school or you know whatever it is. You <laughs> yeah, know? and the, the having a lot of kids is like part of the strategy. You're just increasing your numbers of people who are on the same mission as you, which is yeah, like the abs- dominionist mission of... Uh, dominionism is like trying to create the dominion of God among man or some shit. <laughs> I, I forget <laughs> yeah. all of the like foundation of dominionism as a movement, but... That's the basic idea. Yeah. They, like, truly see it as a war. And Mm -hmm. I think it's extremely important to understand because I think that for, like, some liberals in the world, they don't understand how to fight this because they don't understand how they think and how evil it is and how that, like, they will just engage, like, with abortion, for instance. They will engage Mm -hmm. in an abortion argument in good faith. And that is worthless and stupid. Like, they will, like, attempt to point out hypocrisies within (laughs) Christian (laughs) Dominionists. And it's important to understand that these people are not hypocrites. I mean, this is a consistent worldview. They believe that they are in like a fight against Satan. Mm -hmm. um, And it is about control and like total patriarchal control, total gender rigidity. It's just sometimes people seem to want to point out like, oh, but they don't actually want to like do sex education, which actually would reduce abortions, blah, blah, blah. Like those kinds of things. I think it's like really useless because like you're attempting to engage in a good faith argument with people who do not believe in fighting in good faith and you are wasting your time and you are being a moron. And (laughs) it's important. (laughs) Absolutely. No, you're completely correct. (laughs) Like you just need to understand these people and understand like they are not going to engage you back in good faith. Faith, they believe in taking in like total political domination. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't get that, then it's really hard to like actually understand and push back. And it's like you can't fight with people who believe these kinds of things. Like the belief system of the Duggar, Duggars can only be defeated. It cannot be reasoned with. It cannot be tamped down. It is something no. that you have to beat. They are fucking psychopaths and they want to have like total patriarchal white hetero domination and as long as you understand that that's what the philosophy is and it's just anything that's within the service of that is a good means to an end then it makes a lot more sense um and the other thing that i think is extremely important to understand about the duggars is they um the duggars and then like kind of this christian patriarchy movement um on a larger scale is that they believe that all sin is essentially the same and so when you flatten things in that way when you say anyone looking at pornography is committing a sin that is essentially equal to any other sin Mm -hmm. then when someone is caught with child sexual abuse material they'll say like well how dare they criticize me because they watch porn or Whatever, it's this flattening, like, anything that's against God's God's law is exactly the same. And so, for that reason, that's kind of why abuse 
flourishes within mm-hmm. yeah. that beyond the fact that there isn't enough supervision for the children and they believe in like very extreme corporal punishment there's also just like this flattening that like as long as you say sorry often is the same yeah and when you look at it that way there's no differentiation between different types of crimes the way a normal human being would like mm-hmm. crimes against children are not seen to be worse because all crimes are a sin against god that's how yeah somebody like josh duggar ends up rationalizing all of the horrible things they've done and on the subject of, of uh, you know, this seems like fringe far-right lunacy, but it's not as fringe as it should be. That idea that all sin is sin across the mm-hmm. board, like, we've we've mentioned this before. Natalie and I uh, kind of grew up in the same, like, fairly fairly normal church by, <laughs> by Christian standards. And that was a principle that I heard there even that you know sin Mm -hmm. is sin like even like the most minor infraction is still you're going against God if touching your wiener is exactly the same as molesting your sisters then you know why not is kind of why the I don't know like that kind of stuff just like no absolutely and that's and and you touched on it just a second ago of one they're just not being enough supervision for the kids but this movement and how they raise their children and i'm not a parent but i you know there are a few things you can say hey i I don't think you should do this (laughs) but they have so many things that make it so easy one for abuse to occur Mm -hmm. and then for abuse to continue and then once again just to be covered up because and we and just with josh duggar like you saw it was just literally just this perfect environment of this religious upbringing that you know I, it also comes down to like sex is bad and it's only good when you're trying to make babies. And <laughs> if anybody has to talk to their, if, if your parents talk about sex that much, that negatively, that's going to fuck you up some way or another. Oh yeah. You know, he's responsible for all these kids at a very young age. His like parents are grooming him to be, you know, he used to go down to the state house with his dad. Like they used to call him like little governor or like something yeah. like that. <laughs> wow. It was little governor, little governor. <laughs> God, so brain poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know so they're they're grooming him to to do this and he gets married at like like 18 or 19 and they start having all these kids and then it's just like one of these things just leads to another and it's like you can't be shocked that this happened and he was just he's just someone that they caught like that's i think what's the saddest part is that in i would say probably in almost every one of these families in this this type of abuse is happening and it's just uh, those people just probably aren't going to be caught and Mm -hmm. that's that's what's i listened to a really really great episode of some people who talked about this a lot better and a lot i I think more eloquently than i did uh it was uh beyond the bastards they did a two-part yeah i'm sure i I know you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but if anybody like they did a really good deep dive into just everything and I, I, I really enjoyed that. And just being able to somebody, because, like, for me, being so close to it, it's also really easy to get, like, secondhand gossip that, like, might not be true. But um, so it's kind of <laughs> nice. It was kind of nice to have, like, a little bit of an unbiased source to kind of go to with that. But I, I really, I really enjoyed it. And it's it's such, like, it's just, it's such, oh, it's such a problem. And then you saw, like, what happened with his sisters. And then, you know, when the stuff about the, the child sex abuse material and it was just like yeah man like you, you don't want to say yeah that makes sense but like was nobody was shocked like it basically was known on the internet because he got arrested i remember because literally four people called me 
when he got arrested. And I was like at work. I was like, did somebody I know die? Cause like, <laughs> and they're like, Taylor, Josh Duggar got arrested. And I thought, because another thing to know about the Duggars and there's, and we'll never be able to cover. We could have an ongoing mini series for three years and not cover <laughs> everything that you would need to know about the Duggars. They are, they do what all good grifters do. They get into real estate. And so mm-hmm. they are landlords around here. They own a bunch of like weird, like shelter corporations. And they also own like two or three used car lots, which yeah. one was the car lot that Josh Duggar was working at. Yeah. And that's where he was downloading his uh, material. <sighs> yeah. And in a shed, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I've seen photos <laughs> of the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah and so it's just like they they do all of this because they're like they are gonna be in power one way or another so if it's not in uh you know in this way of maybe politically it's going to be with business dealings and if it's not that then it's going to be over their family and so it's just it's Hmm. it's incredible to to kind of see how all of like the the Duggars kind of like spider off into because like it's like it's they're almost like synonymous up here like not quite as much but like they're up there like with the walton so like you know walmart that's that's all based up here too so yeah you brought up um that josh duggar is just one of you know probably Mm -hmm. hundreds thousands of of these guys he just happened to be caught but Mm -hmm. there's so many guys like this in this community Mm -hmm. and uh one of us glossed over this real quickly before but when uh, Josh Duggar was first like abusing his sisters and it mm-hmm. became enough of a problem for somebody to have to intervene. Mm-hmm. His parents, that's Jim Bob and Michelle, right? Yes. <laughs> they, You're catching on already. You're doing great, <laughs> Justin. They like talked to a neighbor or something and then <sighs> they sent him to, it sounded like a labor camp when I first read it, but it was it's... probably just a building being renovated. <laughs> Yeah, no, it sounded like they made it sound like they sent him to the camp from holes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> For real, though, it was just like a friend who was like digging a pool. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this was part of that. Was it IBLP? Is that the. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was like because they tried to keep everything within the church. Right. To yeah, like, yeah. You know. And th- when you read about what happened when his abuse was first being like confronted you see how this is basically just a network of abusive men <laughs> like exactly trying to, trying to keep all their shit like under wraps contained within their own uh world so they sent him to this iblp related like whatever work thing it was like acting like it was some kind of rehab when it was just like <laughs> just get him out of the house for a couple months so he's like someone isn't in the house doing bad horrible shit and then, you know, the leader of that organization was also abusing people. And mm-hmm. then once he came back, I think they had him talk to like a local sheriff or something. Yeah, because it started up again. Every time he came back, he would immediately start doing it again. Right. Because they're not really dealing with the problem. Correct. Yeah. yeah. They. It's the funniest thing. Sorry, a really quick intervention about yeah. like the idea that it's a rehab. Uh-huh. Um, he talked to one of his friends who uh, name is Jim Holt, who knew of. Um, oh. It was called like Piney Ridge, I think. There is an actual. 
actual rehab facility for young sexual offenders in the area that was suggested mm-hmm. to him by mm-hmm. a member of his church, one of the elders in his church. And he said he didn't want his son to go there and get any worldly ideas. <laughs> yeah. The kid who's already just, like the yeah. kid who was committing heinous molest- crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like crimes Against that no one will. Family members. Like Jesus, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, after he came back from this, like, business trip, uh, he was still, (laughs) you know, doing his shit. And they had him sit down and talk with, like, a local sheriff to, like, set him straight or whatever. This is the guy who is now in prison because he was also downloading and consuming, you know, this material. And he also was a mandatory reporter and never told anyone shit about what he knew about this kid and this family. I think... Uh, and th- th- I might be, and Natalie, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think that guy's trial, the sh- it was a sheriff or a state trooper, you know, whoever it was, that law enforcement officer. Yeah. It was his trial that ended up either, I don't want to know, say it was unsealing or testimony came out that he had heard about the Duggars and then people from People Magazine or USA Today or something went digging and they were able to get the police report or or some report that had been filed about this Mm -hmm. and that's what ended up like busting open that story because it's it's easy to forget that the ashley madison thing and then the uh, basically him molesting his sister Mm -hmm. that came out they came out to like very short periods of time apart from there but they were two technically two separate incidences yeah and so things were bad for old josh there (laughs) for a minute and I do, that is one thing, like, I do feel bad for about the sisters. Um, and I always, like, try to be kind of careful on how I talk about, because here's the thing, it's so easy to dunk on the Duggars. They make it so easy. Also, and as we've said earlier, we should be dunking on the Duggars. Um, they're, <laughs> Jim Bob is a bad person. I, Michelle mm-hmm. is too, but Jim Bob, I think, is the more insidious of the duo. Uh, they're bad people who I don't think should have children, and uh, I don't want them in my community. Mm-hmm. But I do have to remember that his sisters, while I, I don't know that, you know, Jill and I would ever, like, be able to sit down and drink a mimosa together and just hang. I do try to remember, like, she is a member of my community, and I do I cannot imagine, like, how upsetting it would have been in 2015, and then especially after all this was drugged back up again mm-hmm. with this trial – uh, you know, we're so, you know, uh, Northwest Arkansas is like the biggest, like, kind of Arkansas metro area outside of Little Rock. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's a small town. And I just can't imagine, like, how fucking horrifying it would be to, like, have, like, People Magazine or whoever, like, break this story of, like, the worst, like, part of your life. And then to, like, fucking have your dad be like, well, I don't really know if that's how it happened, you know? Yeah. So I just, number one thing I want everyone to know from this podcast is fuck Jim Bob Ducker. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. I pray every day that God sends him to hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, his I did want to talk about his, his political career and other aspirations. You mentioned oh he was a state rep like 20, 25 <laughs> years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. And following that, I believe he ran for U.S. Senate. Oh, and just yes. got whomped. Oh, I mean, just <laughs> got his ass handed to him. And this was before the TV show. So he wasn't like a big yeah. name, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. And then recently he was running again to be in the state oh. Senate. Like yeah. right as all this shit was going down. <laughs> and got whomped, got 15% of the vote. Yeah. It was beautiful. He got his, He got 
beat so bad. Yeah. <laughs> the, the hubris of like not dropping out when like <laughs> your son and is running <laughs> trial. And so we're running at all because the it, it wasn't one of those things like he was running and then his son got busted, you know, elections take a while. It was not that situation at all. His son was literally like they had a start date for the trial. And what this was, um, so I live so close to the Duggars that I'm about, I would say, quarter of a mile is being in probably a little generous away from Jim Bob Duggar, that having been like where I live in the, like, in the mm-hmm. boundary lines. So he was just about to be running for like my seat, not like my seat, but like my community seat. Yeah, yeah. And so this guy um, that was in the seat, Lance Eads, he took a consulting job down in Little Rock and peace out, I'm quitting. And so they had to do a special election. And Mm -hmm. so this all literally started uh, maybe a month before Josh's trial started. And Jim Bob being like, (laughs) yes, I know. That's the thing. It's like, (laughs) so months after he was arrested by the feds. Yes, yes. Yeah, this was an active choice, like, months after he was yeah. arrested for child sex abuse material. I've never understood this timing. One is, I think he thought, oh, maybe this will distract people from Josh's predicament. Mm-hmm. Two, I really thought, I think this is more of the correct one. I think he saw the way that uh, these far right kind of things are catching on in communities, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, with the anti-mask shit, you know, abortion shit, trans issues, stuff like that. And I think he thought, oh, I have a big enough name like in this community for already backing all of these things. People are going to vote for me. Mm -hmm. And then three, I think uh, maybe he is just truly delusional, which I do think that is part of the problem as well. There's definitely some of that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And so, yeah, and so he ran, and then um, they had to do a a preliminary. Yeah, he just, oh, and he spent so much money. He had a, like, literally three days before Josh Duggar was convicted, there was this huge billboard um, on the interstate that it literally everybody passes by every single day with fucking Mike Huckabee, whose daughter is running for governor in our state right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like, endorsing Jim Bob Duggar, it was the most bizarre thing in the world. And then, yeah, like, right, like, the, the I think, like, the next week after Josh was convicted, <laughs> Jim Bob absolutely got his ass handed to him. Came in behind a guy who um, they couldn't get a quote from for the newspaper uh, <laughs> on his campaign. Oh, so, man. I just... <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned uh, Mike Huckabee, and I wanted uh, to make make that connection too, because they the Duggar family was very good friends with Huckabee as he was running for president. They were a big part of the 2008 campaign, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, they went out on the road with Huckabee. Yeah, and I think that was I think he won the Iowa caucus in 2008. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And and then um, when Josh was on the Family Research Council, he also was supporting Rick Santorum pretty heavily. And I'm pretty sure Rick Santorum won the 2012 Iowa caucus. <laughs> so there's your Iowa maker. connection. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of like Jim Bob's little clones, Jed Duggar, also oh, ran. Yes, and um, got and got oh my- whooped. <laughs> Jed Duggar. This yeah. is yeah. one of there's, the sons. Yeah. Yeah. Also, okay. Jay. Um, there's Jedediah and Jebediah. 
Oh, Jeremiah. <laughs> There's Joanna, Joanna, and Jana. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> and I can't remember which one of the it, it which one of the Duggar boys it is. It's one I think from like they call the Lost Generation of the Duggars. Lost boys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the Lost Boys where they just say they didn't end up like getting to be on camera very much. I cannot remember what, but one of them is uh, the constable of Washington County. Oh, no way. Which is just like some like weird volunteer, like police position. Like, okay. what a fucking bootleg. You're going to do this shit for free? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, how do they have time to volunteer? Don't they all need like a lot of money to stay alive? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, and this is, they talk about this a lot on Duggar Snark. And then also, I am in this absolutely deranged facebook group called life ain't all pickles and hairspray um, yes <laughs> they're big pickle Duggar snark people. is a, a subreddit by the way we yes. haven't mentioned that on the recording yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes so it's a subreddit i'm on it every single day um yeah. <laughs> everyone there is crazier than me though <laughs> <laughs> Those particular parts of the, and here's the thing is like, I am on leftist Twitter, which can be a pretty toxic place. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know arguments. I don't think from anybody here. Um, <laughs> I am also a stand up comedian. Uh, so that lends itself to a lot of toxicity and just like oh, yeah. on the internet in general. Uh, I am a Taylor Swift fan, not a, known for their sense of humor on the internet. Um, <laughs> and so when I tell you <laughs> the Duggar. Spaces on the internet are the meanest bitches I have ever seen. If one of these bitches ever like posted one of my selfies to make fun of me, I'd end it. I, my thirteen threes and I'm done. They are so mean. But, like they make fun and like it is it is funny. Like they make fun of these girls for being illiterate. They like, can't fucking read. And, and like oh, then like the they had pictures. So the son sent a reporter to Fayetteville to take pictures of the Duggars walking in and out of the courthouse when Josh was on trial. Mm-hmm. And they would just tear Anna Duggar a new one over every... She wore this dress, which, to be fair, it was not... The titties of her dress. You're going to talk about the titties of her dress. You say the titties of her dress? So she wore this dress. It was... Uh, it was a perfectly fine dress. It was it, totally like a, normal. <laughs> it was just like a black, you know, above the knee um, shift dress, like very conservative, like no cliche, uh, no cliche, um, uh, cleavage. <laughs> it was long sleeved. But right here where her titties sit were mm. just these like not functional, but just gold zippers. <laughs> and okay. let me tell you. <laughs> And once again, it's the, the dress is totally fine. <laughs> These bitches on this red on this subreddit <laughs> bullied poor Anna Duggar, <laughs> who was watching her husband be on trial for definitely he was for sure guilty. Downloading Fully days after giving birth. <laughs> yeah, also that oh. and her having to sit through that court, having to t- her sit through court that day would have been easy compared to reading <laughs> these mean ass. <laughs> and she does. Multiple, like, they do, like, we'll have people do, like, AMAs on there. And there have yeah. been multiple, like, Duggar insider AMAs when they're like, yeah, Anna reads all these. Uh, <laughs> yeah. is, is that where the um, the bodyguard did the AMA? Yep. Okay. They I read an that AMA one. There. 
Yeah, yeah. The, the bodyguard said that he would watch porn while he was driving. Yes. Like just a, a raving addict. Yeah, Josh was driving and watching porn on his phone, and you could like see it through the rear window of the car. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I've never heard this. Yeah. That one's really good. That one and their the AMAs that they have on there yeah. are really really good. Yeah. And the nicknames they have for people. Dude. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> was it like earth mama jill there's one (laughs) they are and especially and i do think it is towards like the older girls they are just vicious and like i you know i i i have very little sympathy for a lot of them because you know at a certain point you have to be like oh hey maybe i'm not going to raise my kids like this 30s like yeah uh, but then also, I, I do, like, they were literally brainwashed, like, in a cult. Um, like, yeah. we can't expect, you know, we're probably not going to get the the next Duggar is not going to be, like, the next AOC. Like, you know, we, we got to be, <laughs> yeah, we got to be they're realistic. All, they're all victims and they're all still perpetuating, like, the culture that mm-hmm. victimized them. It's it's very sad. Yeah. There is, like, a cousin who was Amy. Uh, celebrating Amy the conviction. Oh god! But she's but also they're still the really worst. Crazy, no, right? they're the meanest to her of all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they call her Famy. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> because she was like trying to like have a Nashville career for a while. Oh, okay, I didn't so know that. They, about like, her. yeah, and she's kind of fucked up, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I followed her on Twitter because she was tweeting these sort of like kind of cryptic like condemnations of her cousin and then the next day she's posting like the most insane bible verses <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like one degree removed from them <laughs> yeah yeah she's she's out of her mind yeah justin this is like peak ozarks culture um <laughs> just passive aggressively posting on the internet about somebody and then celebrating their downfall and then yeah. acting like you're the good person and moving on <laughs> yeah. um but my mom actually met Amy one time, and my mom is was so excited. So my mom owns a well, she did. She owned a daycare that was in. A, this isn't the right word for it, but it's kind of like a strip mall ish area. As mm-hmm. much in Alpena, Arkansas, as you're going to get population 315. Mm-hmm. And right next door to her was this just atrocious thrift store uh, called The Fig Leaf. The Fig Leaf. And Amy and Amy Duggar walked in and my mom saw who it was. And she got so excited. She ran to The Fig Leaf and um got a picture and talked to amy duggar and it's the most exciting thing that has ever happened to jackie in her entire life (laughs) (laughs) was amy also on the tv show is that how people know who she is okay yeah yeah she was like the like worldly cousin yeah (laughs) again one degree removed from them (laughs) yes (laughs) she kissed a boy before she got married so she's you know, for those who don't know, the Duggars don't touch. They, when you're engaged, you are allowed to side hook, but otherwise, you don't touch before you get allegedly. Married. But allegedly, well, there's no way Although, they all. the marriage that, that they yeah. just had, mm-hmm. Hannah and is Jeremiah, I think. Uh huh. There was the picture of them in bed together. Mm-hmm. So who knows? And there's rumors about Jessa. Yeah, and then there was Jill, who this year. Derek posted or this was right after the trial like was their anniversary or dating anniversary or just they made some reason to post this picture of when she went to was like where the fuck was he a missionary like Peru or like somewhere where they're like doing Nepal. fine no, where they do not need 
Derek Dillard. <laughs> like a developed nation. What kind of... Is he a Mormon or like who does missions no, like no, that? No, they... They're like missionaries. And so he like was a missionary in Nepal. He was also a missionary in Central America where they are fully all Catholic. Like they, yeah. he, he missionaries to people who already know Jesus. Well, Catholics <laughs> are, yeah, but Catholics are all going to hell. From, <laughs> they, they think so. yeah. 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 from the independent Southern Baptist uh, perspective. <laughs> <laughs> and there is there was a picture that Derek posted of when jill and jim bob went to fucking nepal so they could have their courtship and it's this big this picture of her and she's got like her arms like wrapped around him and they're like speeding off on a motorcycle i was like that's incredible because they made a big show in the show of him like gets getting in the middle of them and yeah. shit yeah. i mean it's it's like half of it's fake like yeah, yeah. and also it's important to know that derek D- derek and jill they don't talk to their parents anymore be about because allegedly of the stuff with counting on, like not getting paid. And then I think mm-hmm. Jill was just like, Hey, I think my parents are pretty fucked up. Jill is the one that you said was like suing them or something. Yeah. She sued them mm-hmm. for back wages. She went to therapy. She, I mean, I'm a Jill defender. Yeah. Is she the, the oldest or second oldest daughter? Um, She's the second oldest daughter after okay. Jana, who is like a stay at home daughter slash household slave. I have some yeah. theories on Jana that we have to talk about after the trial because the trial. Okay. Is a part okay. Of- yeah. Did you see the most recent AMA about uh, her? Yes, I think so. And ab- about her and that chick? Uh-huh. Sorry. Okay. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Jill. Um, so she married this guy, uh, Derek. And then they, he actually went to, and once again, that's the, the funny part about all of the, the, this part is actually funny, is that he actually went and graduated law school with like a ton of my friends. Like he just graduated law school in 2020, I think, or 2021. Yeah, he, yeah, he just passed the bar like a couple days ago. Yeah. And so it's like, there are so many like times where it's like, I'm also like, just like one degree removed, but it's not because I'm like running in any of these circles, but that's just how small like of an like of an yeah. area this is so wild <laughs> that's crazy yeah, yeah they like Derek is problematic because he's like very transphobic <laughs> mm-hmm. and said like really awful stuff about Jazz Jennings who was on TLC at the same time yeah and he posted a video where he attempts to run over a kitten with a sled what the <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> Derek Derek has issues yeah um, <laughs> being said he is the only husband who seems to um besides perhaps austin who seems to like really love he really loves jill mm-hmm. and jill is easily the best of them she sends her kids to public school she you can only expect someone who grew up like this to get so far yeah, yeah. and i think to be extremely harsh on the two of them is like kind of shitty and i mm-hmm. get really mad at the subreddit for doing it because it's I do too. like it's like I yeah I get it but like you don't understand how far you would come to get mm-hmm. here yeah. like you know to be sending your kids to public schools like that's breaking a cycle mm-hmm. like I'm sorry they're not gonna be like you know Captain Progressive like no. but like th- you know they have broken away from the family you have to like give people kind of time and like have some like compassion for them because there are approximately five fuckton million Duggars and Jill is the only one who mm-hmm. has done any of this yeah and I mean like once so the whole thing is like reliant on just like 
total domination and control. And like <laughs> once one of them breaks away, that sort of cracks the whole thing. So like as supportive as you can be of like people who like escape cults and stuff, like mm-hmm. you, you have to like, like support what they're doing to some degree. Cause like they, yeah. they can, you know, unravel the whole thing like over time. Yeah. And I mean, now your kids have attended normal school. They have yeah. real educations. It's like, you just have to have some fucking compassion for like yeah. the way this girl was raised. And like, she's come farther than I, I, I don't know. Like if you were in this position, like raised in a cult where you like never left your house and you just oh, I know I wouldn't. whole, yeah, I wouldn't have got as far as she is and so to like be vicious about her just like really pisses me off like Mm -hmm. i know that she like is still conservative but like you know that's that's a long way to go and like it can't be overstated how big of a deal it is to sue jim bob because you believe you deserve wages like that's insane like yeah and for the rest of them to see that he is not like this untouchable infallible infallible figure Yeah. Yeah. yeah And so then every one of the lost boys and girls that grow up, they know, like, there's someone I can talk to. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. That's just one thing that pisses me off is, like, if you say that, they accuse you of being a fan. And it's like, yeah, like, they're problematic. But, Mm -hmm. like, Jim Bob is, like, fully a sexual predator. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I I completely uh, agree with you on that. And for Jill and then uh, Jana, too. I have, a, I have a lot of sympathy and compassion for them. For uh, most of, honestly, the girls, um, just one with the abuse that even some of the younger girls, you know, I, I don't want to speculate on that and that's not what I'm here to do, but mm-hmm. it, once again, they're in that community. But then, you know, it's like they've had like a normal life stolen from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were forced to raise their siblings. They had a, something mm-hmm. called the buddy system where at age six, you were assigned the next baby and you had to raise them. <laughs> the girls did. Yeah. Like what they endured is unthinkable. And like people just need to have some compassion for the girls. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's only the girls who are given those kinds of responsibilities, right? Yeah. Correct. Mm. Because that's yep. why, and I think I was going to talk about this earlier and I might have trailed off or forgotten, but that's why they get into these businesses that they do. They set the boys up for success. They, they set them up, you know, they are big house flippers. So they start helping them. They teach them how to flip houses. They groom a lot of them to run for office, thankfully, relatively unsuccessfully. Yeah. You know, they, you know, pass down land. They give them car lots. They do this, this, and this because they are always going to make sure that the boys are set up for success because to them, it doesn't matter. Women aren't, all women are good for is taking care of men and children Mm -hmm. and that's making more of them yeah and that and that's it and if you can't do those things you're not valuable yeah yeah none of the girls have jobs zero none jill has midwife training but not professionally and has never worked in a professional capacity but zero zero jobs and no college for any girls Mm -mm. the boys don't go to college either but i think it's because they're incurious um, and not because they couldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just, they're, like, don't want to. Yeah. They don't, they don't even, they're not even aware of, like, what knowledge they could gain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, was, because, and, and part of that comes back to, I think, as well as they are taught at a very yeah. early age of, you know, we're molding you to the way that God wants you to be. Anything mm-hmm. that lies outside of, you know, basically our compound is of the world. And we aren't interested in that. We need to save people from that. So they're like, yeah, why would I go to college? And now they have straying straying from the path. Exactly. And they are, um, of course, like 
very uh very politically active in the area mm-hmm. and if you drive by for a long time if you drove by like the the tin house um you would see they would have like a bunch of trump flags raised mm-hmm. you know so it's like that's like that's what they're trying like that's what their oh you know ultimate goal is and you know it is scary because they yeah. are right here <laughs> <laughs> yeah the way that they they dominate their own family and uh, like religious community they want to just expand that to everyone <laughs> just dominate yeah. all of us yeah yeah well, the reason that we are recording this episode now <laughs> yeah. is that the other day, Natalie messaged me a link to the entire trial transcript of Josh Duggar's trial from a few months ago, which again, we had been following as it was ongoing. Uh, it's like 1600 something pages long. Uh, Natalie, how much of that did you end up reading? I only read the first document. So okay. it was like a couple hundred pages. Well, still um, <laughs> quite a lot. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I only read the first there. Well, the second one, the first one was like the pre-trial stuff. The second one through the eighth one <laughs> where all the like <laughs> trial stuff. But during the trial, um, there were some people who were actually in the trial who would record videos at night saying what had happened or um, people taking notes during the trial who would then podcast and read the notes. So it's a little bit like repetitive because I like basically mm-hmm. have heard all of it. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was wondering if you had learned anything new that you didn't already know. No, it's really fascinating but it's all it's because there was I can't remember the name of the woman but there was a woman who was taking shorthand and recorded all of it and then would just go home and like read it into the mic so I listened to it so she basically got all of it I forget her name or I would like direct you to her her stuff followed a really great lawyer um from Fort Smith is it the one on TikTok yeah Carrie Jernigan yep yep she was great and and she also uh, she's she seemed very very sweet and she also um does a lot of like interesting like she's been doing this like a uh, small series on these abandoned mansions and brands so, like she does like the wildest mm-hmm. shit sometimes but then also has like a very uh digestible uh legal content and she's very personable and she's very sweet highly recommend her um i think she has a playlist of the duggar stuff if anybody wants to go back and and watch all of that but i was going to read because i saw when the trial transcripts came out i was going to read them but i just was like i think i know on the trial i I, not i don't mean this like in a cocky way but for me personally i think i think i know everything i need to know Mm -hmm. and i there you know there are just some things that once you know you can't unknow and i just i just i didn't know that this this was something that needed to to live in my noggin forever but a fun thing is i was um i actually had uh jury duty (laughs) uh and i got called um, on this trial, I was not on no the, way. the Yeah, no. <laughs> and it was so funny because it was like one of those things, like I had not, because the, the trial was just right here in Fayetteville. And yeah. I had gotten my summons. I'm like, okay, it was, you know, for federal court, whatever. It's like, like literally, I could, if I wanted to, I, I don't want to, but I could walk from like my apartment to um, the, the courthouse is taking place at. I'm just <laughs> going to dox myself on a podcast here. Um, yeah, which direction <laughs> would you be walking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I, ended, I ended up not getting chosen. I was not. I was never going to be chosen for the trial. Yeah, you know too much about these people. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm too invested. Um, I've, I've also just like joked about Josh Duggar on the internet for years now. It's such low hanging fruit. Um, 
but I, you know, I, and that, that's kind of where, where I was at with it. I was like, I followed it pretty carefully. Um, you know, just keeping updates, listening to people that were in, and I was just like, man, I don't, I don't need to know this. Yeah. And so I, I'm not, and I'm not like, uh, what am I trying to say? I'm not like trying to belittle anybody that did. I don't think it's bad. I just think for me, no, <laughs> I just, I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I read definitely, uh, more details than I needed to about what mm-hmm. he was up to. Uh, it's all like, there are little moments of this that are very darkly funny. Like it obviously oh. what he was doing was, was really horrible, but so he was working out of this shack in this used car lot, which has got to have been a fake job <laughs> that he was just installed in. <laughs> yeah, no, and but that's that's what they do is they refuse yeah. to let these motherfucking boys fail. They'll right. be like, yeah, they, yeah, wholesale motor companies, your only quota is to show up sometimes it's like the mafia <laughs> this is like the sopranos yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah definitely you're not gonna end up with any of the awful stuff that you don't want to know if you google wholesale motor cars just take a look at the, the yeah, office because it's extremely it funny like. i <laughs> i can i just do not want to think about josh duggar doing whatever he does when he looks at whatever material he looks at in a, in a fucking shed like my god man mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> go to your home <laughs> <laughs> so he's sitting there at, at this office uh which is just basically like a it's like half a trailer or something and you know those like w- work sheds you can buy at home depot and put together yourself and yeah. sometimes like they'll that. come on wheels it's one of those yeah they just <laughs> like drop that in a field and put some <laughs> shitty cars around it <laughs> yeah. but he's he's sitting there one day and a couple of fbi agents show up and he like <laughs> talks to them and he's like hey what are you guys doing here was somebody downloading child <laughs> pornography i know like, the- <laughs> what the hell? No, they, were D- they were dhs agents because oh, okay okay stood out to me because i did not know before this that dhs agents did child pornography mm-hmm. which is what makes that even more fucking funny like the fact that you would know that like wouldn't you assume terrorism like yeah i mean just like <laughs> it's such a such a cliche that he just like instantly confessed to his crime <laughs> man i don't know like make him earn it josh like good god <laughs> And then he goes, so that event, when they come up, is after he says that, they're like, whoa. They're like, can we get you on record? <laughs> so they start recording it. Uh, so um, I listened to the whole interview. Mm-hmm. It, it's extremely funny, like, because he will, like, backtrack and pretend he doesn't know things after, like, yes. rattling off about a tour browser. That was his whole they, defense, basically. Yes. Was that I, I, his, <laughs> his literal legal defense was... Jim, Bob, and Michelle taught me everything I know, so I'm too stupid to partition a computer. (laughs) That was his thing. And so he's on the recording, and he's talking about a Tor browser, which is, like, a really advanced thing to do. And Mm -hmm. the agent keeps being like, do you mean torrenting? Trying to give him an out. And he's like, no, I mean a Tor browser. T-O-R. You know, the the deep web. Where you go to buy buy drugs and hire hitmen. Yes. (laughs) I have to list this in 1995 uh, Ford Taurus with 800,000 miles on, yeah. on the deep web, deep web. with I can't, a yeah. browser. That's exactly what he's trying to claim that he's selling cars on the dark web. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what? You don't have, like, the the pink slip to these cars? You're, like, <laughs> running yeah. a very illegal, like, <laughs> car sales operation? <laughs> So he claims, 
Like, he claims that he's selling cars on the dark web, but he's too stupid to... It's just, like, incredible. And, like, real Duggarheads know that he had a computer room with a full AV setup and was, like, they always bragged about how techie he was. He always yeah. had a new laptop. Everyone knows that. That was something but, you you told me, is that he was, like, a computer guy on the TV yeah. show. Yeah, like, Jim Bob would buy these, like, shitty laptops in bulk, and he would fix them, like, so okay. that the kids could, like, do their school or whatever. Which is probably watching, like, Mike Huckabee produced uh, <laughs> 1776 <laughs> educational videos. <laughs> so, yeah, and he's getting interviewed by these DHS agents, and he's like, I'm not saying that I'm guilty. <laughs> just, like, he just keeps saying all this incredible stuff i'm not admitting guilt or not yeah yeah i remember that yeah he just like and it's just like you sound insane dude like this isn't how people talk like (laughs) right you're you're trying a little too hard to defend yourself (laughs) yeah (laughs) the hubris is insane and hilarious that's one of my favorite parts of the trial and then also the pre-trial stuff with Jim Bob is fucking incredible. Oh my god. Uh, yes. So if you read any of the transcripts, the pre-trial stuff with Jim Bob is great. They subpoena him mm-hmm. um because they are going to admit into evidence his like history of like he's not on trial for having molested his sisters, but they're going to say like he has a history of being attracted to children. Yeah. Um, which I think is completely fair and like yeah. admissible so they subpoena jim bob to have jim bob testify about it which they end up having because it's such a disaster they end up having a a family friend whose daughter used to be engaged to josh bobby holt testify and then if she couldn't do it it's spelled b-o-b-y-e yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that's out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. They all, everything spell their name stupid. Also, when we say ginger, you should know it's it's spelled ginger. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ginger with a J. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just would have gone with a different name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're big, like, Gilligan's Island fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the pretrial stuff with Jim Bob, they subpoena him. They can't get a hold of him. It takes like, it's like a day before the pretrial that they finally get his ass to show up. And then he just refuses to answer any questions. He ends up getting yelled at by the judge. Oh, the judge ripped him a new one. Yeah, yeah, because he was just like, it was like so sick. And I can't imagine what it would feel like to be his daughter and have them be, have them up there denying that any of this ever happened. He claimed he couldn't remember anything anything like Mm -hmm. details of your daughters getting molested and that doesn't stick out to you in your Mm -hmm. mind he'll just says i can't recall i can't recall i can't recall and then they are like okay well can i jog your memory by showing you the police report and he's like the one by the one in touch release i'm not gonna allow that are you gonna allow that to the judge and the judge (laughs) is like it's not you who gets to decide what's allowed (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then i think uh, what was he said he was like uh if there's an objection to made someone would make it on be on your behalf it will not be you objecting and i was like (laughs) he was fucking done yeah well this is like one of the few moments in his life where he's like not in control of the whole situation like because they've built this whole society where like they govern themselves you know yeah yeah and he can't handle it no Mm -hmm. and that was uh a lot of people were talking about and i think it was very easy to notice you really saw that like jim bob really 
he has that energy of someone who is trying to give off the energy that they are very cool and chill and they're just like very fun loving but like behind like you can tell like just behind their eyes they're just like on fire and like a complete monster yeah Mm -hmm. and so he tries to give off that energy of just this like oh my name's jim bob duggar i just love my kids (laughs) and um you know he he's like tries to give up i just you know i love jesus and but you really saw like with this trial uh just like that mask just completely and i really like that like Mm. there were times like you would just like get a glimpse of him of like walking out or whatever just like on a video and you're like he is going to murder one of those children tonight and there's too many of them and no one will ever know who it yeah, is yeah no one will notice <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean like it's fucked up it's funny but it's like extremely fucked up and i cannot comprehend what it would be like to be one of his daughters and have Mm-mm. him go up there and he said that it wasn't that big of a deal it you know many things like this had happened in his community the only thing you remember happening is that they touched her over one of their breasts when they were sleeping and the girls never knew mm-hmm. um which is a lie yeah they they knew and there was like i'm not going to describe what happened um but obviously much 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 worse than that what is absolutely legally defined as rape and i cannot imagine what that would be like to be one of the girls watching it and like i will say like again to their credit like a couple of the girls were showing up like Mm -hmm. joy and her husband were there every day she was the one who endured i would argue the worst of it Mm -hmm. and it's probably the first time she's heard the truth Mm -hmm. you know so you got to give people some time when it comes to like yeah i don't know those girls i don't know And again, like this trial is like one of the few moments in their lives where it hasn't all been under the control of this network of abusive people. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine what that would feel like for Anna, what that would feel like for Joanna, like to have it all laid out there, like reality. Like how would, how would you even grapple with seeing that just laid out in front of you, like showing like, during the trial, there would be lots of, like, they would show a text where um, Josh texted Anna to say, I'm with a, like, so-and-so at a car lot. And then mm-hmm. the timestamp one minute later, they're downloading, you know, eh. and it's yeah. just like, I can't imagine what that would feel like to her because her entire reality has been controlled by, like, her headship. Um, whether that's her father or her husband, she has no access to, like, real information. Like, you would just be gobsnapped. Like it would send you reeling. So, like, of course you kind of, like, bury yourself down and believe that he's framed because, like, otherwise your entire life is a lie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, uh, well, first, like, they've got that whole timeline, like, thing. So, like, they know exactly when he was downloading this stuff. And then Mm -hmm. they, there was one where, like, within an hour they had posted, like, a selfie at a hardware store or something on social Mm -hmm. media. And, like, less than an hour before he was downloading and viewing these videos like jesus christ man you are a complete monster exactly oh anna is i think anna is also a really interesting part of all of this to look at of somebody and we've talked about having compassion for the duggar girls and i struggle with anna a tiny bit i struggle with anna too i'm gonna be honest anna yeah. being josh's wife correct yes yeah uh, and she is staying with him uh which is a once again i I think it's important. So Anna came from, so basically it's kind of fucked up, but they, there are all of these large families with the Rodriguez's, there's the Forsyth, like there's all of these families that are a lot of these like very, very large families, like the same 
you know, religious upbringing, you know, they homeschool their kids, same ideology, ideology. And they just basically kind of like trade off and like marry their kids off to these families. Mm -hmm. And so that's what happened was Anna was, I think she's from Florida, similar situation, you know, her and John. cannot be emphasized how poor she was. Yes. They had nine kids in a trailer in Florida. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm, thank you for bringing that up because I'd almost forgotten that, but it just lived in abject poverty, which is something that a lot of these families don't talk about because it's very easy to see the, you know, like these Christian influencers who are, you know, living, you know, like Jim Baker and Tammy Faye. Mm-hmm. And think, well, you know, all of these people are doing okay, but a lot of these families that are having all of these children, because they think, like, God's telling me to do this, they are living in just awful conditions. And not here to try to uh, demonize being poor or, you know, say, hey, you know, or be those people don't have kids, you know, can't support them. Like, I hate those mm-hmm. people. Yeah. But that that is, and that also lends itself to, like, uh, just another thing that can add to uh, the abuse that a lot of these kids suffer. But Anna grew up just dirt poor, got married to Josh when she, you know, probably 18 in a day, uh, just mm-hmm. as soon as they could probably make it legal in Arkansas. And it was one of those things. They started having kids very early. And then, you know, all of this, then all of the stuff came down into 2015 that we talked about earlier. And she has never like strayed. She's talked a little bit about it, like on some of the TLC specials, but you know, she's just, she it has been brainwashed her whole life to believe like, as a woman, your entire job is to stand by your man, you know, mm-hmm. good enough for Tammy Wynette. I guess it's good enough for her that like that is so ingrained in her. And now she has been presented. She was in trial where she was presented with, I believe, I, and I'm not a huge believer in the criminal justice system as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. I do think they probably got this one right. Um, <laughs> she was, I, you know, <laughs> broken clocks right twice a day, you know? Yeah, I mean, we, we don't have to support the system to see that, like, you know, nothing that this guy doesn't deserve is, <laughs> is yeah. coming his way. Yeah. Uh, Josh Duggar, like, really, truly makes me have to work for and question like having like an abolition you know prison abolitionist which i'm 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 for but i'm like man maybe can we let josh duggar out last like i you know no sympathy for what's happening with him yeah (laughs) um but and so she saw on trial all of this you know all of all of the all the stuff that i'm you know too big of a chicken to read she saw it all Mm-hmm. And she also knows Josh, knows his past, and has seven children with this man. Yeah. And what is she, and what does she do? Because like I mean, and you know, it's very easy for us to be like, oh, she should leave. Well, where's she going to take him? She's going to go to yeah. her mom and dad's house. Right. She's totally relying on on his family, like yeah. financially too. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, they have her financially. Uh, if she divorces Josh, what is she going to do? She's going to be outcast from her entire community. She has no formal education i'm sure i i'm almost positive it was the same with josh she probably has maybe up to an eighth grade education mm-hmm. so it's not like she can go and get a job who's gonna watch these seven kids you know and how's she gonna feed those seven kids and it's just all of this and so it's like you know people are like oh anna should leave but it's like where the hell is anna gonna go but then also it's like man I, I I hope I'm never in the situation, but I'm sorry if I had seven kids and I found out that my husband was watching these things on the internet, that would be it. Like I, I just, I, I don't, I, I, that's where I struggle a lot with Anna of saying like, Hey, I understand. But like, at what point do you say, I, I, I'll, I've got to figure it out, you yeah. know? 
Yeah, so, it's fucked up. Yeah. That's also part of the like domination and control is like they they basically bought this girl from Florida mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, put her in the situation where th- th- I mean, they knew who their son was, you know, yeah. to some degree. And they set up this girl who does not know him to be completely dependent on him and them knowing that like if worse comes to worst, she can't do anything about it. She's still stuck. Yeah. This and was all like, set up from the beginning. Yes. Yes, and there's like I, their wedding special is extremely chilling. It's, oh my god! Uh, she and her proposal, the proposal. Oh my god! It's she's like cowering away from him. It's awful. Like she, it's yeah. it's very difficult to watch because she. They were essentially strangers. They had only mm-hmm. met a couple times in person. Like they try, they tried to sell it as though it was much more normal than it was. But I, it's it's so complicated because it's like. Yes, like this is all true and you don't have anyone. But at the same time, it's like the chances and I never want to speculate on someone being a victim no, if yeah. there's not intercontrovertible but the chances that he's not abusing his daughters I think are very low. Mm, and yeah. I think if you're like what is worth it to you then? Yeah. Like what sorts of things exist that are worth standing up for? And, like, I, you know, she does have, like, a brother who's offered to help her. She ha- you know, it's, like, mm-hmm. and it's really frustrating. And I sympathize a lot for the position she's in. And I think she's a perfect example of hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can have a lot of compassion and still just be, like, but, okay, but uh, what is enough? You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, where is the line then? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and oftentimes, like, for people to get that stuff, they have to trade material. They, it's yeah. just, like. Yeah, I mean, that's another another network of abusive people yeah that he's a part of now yeah and uh, and you bring up a really really good point of that is on josh's devices they found what were not full clips of anything but just basically like traces like crumbs i think it was what how the the state's witness to like when they went like the forensic it person which that also sounds fake (laughs) and (laughs) and it basically were like these thumb like thumbnails uh, right. And this this was not like you don't accidentally end up with the stuff on your computer, like right. that's 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 not something that happens. And and that that's the thing is like there's clearly like a larger network of the of this abuse that's going on. And even and there was another witness for the state, and I don't know if it was like the person who got the initial you know like report or whatever, but the, you know they were talking about their position and with the state of Arkansas has you know like basically people who like they're looking for these you know they're looking for these rings of these abusers and mm-hmm. they're they're doing that and they're like we can't keep up with it all and it's like that's that's how large like this is not just like in an evangelical like this is just how large of a problem it is in general but yeah. like you said like it, it, Josh Duggar didn't you know, get curious one day and set up a Linux partition on his computer (laughs) and, you know, do all of this and know all of this and immediately ask the DHS agent who showed up, uh, hey, is this for child pornography? Uh, If if he had, you know, uh, done it once or maybe went to some sketchy parts of the internet to sell, you know, a 1995 Ford Taurus. (laughs) Like, this is clearly, and, and, you know, that's, sorry. And and that's, we, we saw this, like, this has been a pattern in this family. And we may never know, like, the true depths of abuse that Josh Duggar may or may not have done that we don't know about. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's, that's what's so, is like, this is just the shit that he's got caught for. 
you know? Yep. And that's that to me is just like, they literally like had a monster living in their house. And those kids' parents were protecting him. Mm-hmm. And like I said, fuck, fuck Jim Bob forever for putting his entire family and his community in danger. So little governor, you know, didn't actually have to go to juvie or, you know, whatever it was. So, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the Linux partition that that was to, so he could sidestep uh, Covenant Eyes, right? Yeah. Oh my um, fucking god! I make, <laughs> okay, Covenant Eyes. I really wanted to talk about next. Yeah. I do want to say one thing, which is that they went to the point that they designed the house around Josh Duggar mm-hmm. to protect the girls from being violated from him instead of just getting him the fuck out of the house. So oh, they I don't built think I knew the about house. That. So yeah. when they built the house, they did the layout so that in order to get to the girls' room, they put all the girls in one room, first of all. So <laughs> yeah. all the girls are sleeping in one big room as a form of protection next to the master bedroom so that there is a walkway that is completely exposed and open so that you have to walk across the walkway in front of the parents' room and to the like large room where all the girls are sleeping they designed and built their house that way instead of just fucking sending the kid away. Yeah. It's just, that's deranged. Like, they they framed their house to try and, like, keep him from abusing their daughters in lieu of sending him away. And also imagine the how the girls feel of watching how much their parents did to protect Josh and yeah. they couldn't do like literally the one thing that would protect them of saying, hey, we're going to get our son whatever kind of treatment outside of this house that he needs. And like, I don't think that's an easy decision to make. And like, I understand that like, hey, they were in a tough situation because, you know, like nobody wants to be the reason their kid gets put into the legal system. But like at a you know a certain fucking point, you've got to say, hey, I have to protect my other children. I have to protect this one. Yeah. So when he grows up, you know, um, he's not looking up terrible shit on the internet, you know? Yeah. I mean, they fucking like formed him into this though with like yeah. their, the way that they, you know, sex ed in quotes, cause it's, it's not that at all for these kids, but also like to get him the kind of like therapy or, or whatever that would be needed to, you know, counteract this issue would involve, you know, having him outside of their control and, you mm-hmm. know, being uh, altered by the rest of the world, which yeah. is like the one thing that they can never do. Yeah. Yeah. And like I was sending Justin some like IBLP materials about this, but like the official line of their church is if your husband is a convicted pedophile, you should mm-hmm. pray for him to get enough time that your youngest children will be an adult and out of the house, but you should not leave him. Leave him. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was literally just about to, because that was part of the book. Was that that they gave both Anna and Josh like on their wedding day? The Ed Wheat books. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> what, what did you say? Ed Wheat is the author. Ed Wheat. It's okay. like, it's sick. I, I don't yeah. know. Ugh. The sex stuff is sick. Yeah. And there's like, I, I, is it their wedding special or like the proposal or some special that they had on when Anna and Josh got together? But there is this scene that I swear to God, like, I it's like my sleep paralysis demon. And <laughs> when I close my eyes, I just replay this scene of Jim Bob having like, it's like the day before Josh is getting married and he's like sitting him down just like in this like random room in a church and like explaining what sex is and it's like role in a healthy 
a healthy marriage and how it's like for procreation and and all this and it's like oh my god it's it's the it's the worst thing i've ever seen and like fully aware that he has been like putting his fingers in his sisters for years yeah (laughs) and he makes this joke about he makes like really disgusting jokes about anna that just like and he's Mm. like well i think i'm gonna have a working model to practice on soon just like oh my god yeah Uh, yeah so yeah it's sick there are so many red flags that like yeah everybody was i i I don't know everybody in that family was just like this is fine. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, Covenant Eyes. We should oh get back God, to that. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Covenant Eyes for all the normal people in the world with healthy brains. <laughs> those who don't know. <laughs> is an accountability software that is that someone whose partner is viewing pornography on the internet can put on their devices and you set up an accountability partner in this case was Anna so this is how we know that like a porn addiction was a problem before this as well because otherwise why the fuck is covenant eyes on stuff and what the accountability partner gets an email of all of your internet activity and so, you know, clearly she caught him watching porn, whatever. So they mm-hmm. do this. They put um, covenant eyes on all his computers. Um, and so the crux of the case comes down to he has covenant eyes on this um, desktop computer at Hostile Motor Cars Shack. And he puts a partition that basically divides the computer into two different computers. And one half of it has Covenant Eyes on it and is continuing to email Anna everything that he's looking up, which is, like, kind of fucked up. But whatever. Like, part of his resignation from the Family Research Council was, like, oh, I, I've strayed from God's light because I looked at porn. And that's, like, that's yeah. the... That's the least of your offenses. (laughs) (laughs) And then on the other side of it, of this partition computer is where he is downloading these like extremely heinous videos. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is how like Anna ends up like not finding out about it as he divides the computer. So they have the, an executive from Covenant Eyes testify at the trial. And then also a friend that Joss talked to a couple Mm -hmm. years earlier, just to be like, ha ha ha. If someone wanted to get around Covenant Eyes, what would they do? (laughs) (laughs) And that's the other thing is Josh Duggar thinks he's so fucking smart. And you just, you just find, and there's just so many times through this trial, you're like, oh my God, you are truly the dumbest motherfucker to ever live. Like (laughs) (laughs) between like his passwords that came out, that were just like, yeah. So the password he used for the computer is the same he used for all of his family social media accounts Mm -hmm. and his bank account. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all like public record now, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's Intel 1988. Which yeah, exactly. Oh, so he just looked at the computer and was like, <laughs> yeah. 88's the year he was born. Yeah. Yeah. Just like wow. incredible. He used the same password to look up child sexual abuse material. Um, Important to note, I keep saying child porn and that's actually not what you should say. Because this is what I learned it, from this trial is that CSAM yeah. is like the proper uh, term for it now. Yeah, because child porn is a little bit flippant. But yeah. compared yeah. to in order for this stuff to be created, a child is raped. So, right. yeah. it, you know, child sexual abuse material so that the term like properly, you know tells you what's going on yeah 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 i just keep saying child porn accidentally as a colloquialism but Mm -hmm. yeah um he uses the same password (laughs) (laughs) and it just like it 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 just almost defies all you you just common sense 
But then you think, like, he has no real, like, actual real world experience. Like, most of his time, like, in the real world of, you know, Washington, D.C. was still spent in, you know, that family research council bubble yeah. of just weirdos yeah. like him. So, like, and yeah. it's just make work still for a famous kid. It's exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so he just, like, he really thought he was being sneaky. And it's interesting to me watching throughout the trial how much harder he worked to keep this from his wife than from the government. Yeah. I think he just (laughs) didn't see the government as a threat fundamentally. Like, I feel like if you had tried the same amount to, I don't know, just like he was like so committed to making sure he like partitioned this and like didn't let Anna know that this was going on. But like the idea that the government could be a threat to him just did not register. I also think it's important to, and I don't know, we might have talked a little bit about it, the Duggars are very rich. Like, they, and they're not like Arkansas rich. You know, they're like actually like a, a Jim Bob is very rich. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, Josh r- largely grew up with a little bit of like, oh, they're not going to touch me. Like, my dad's going to take care of it. And then also, I think there were estimates that they spent like upwards of like $100,000 on Josh's defense. Which is very, very hilarious when you find out what Natalie brought up earlier is that their whole defense was, yeah, he's dumb as hell. There's no way he could have done done this. Um, His parents are stupid as hell. He's stupid as hell. He's not smart enough to commit these crimes. Yeah, like, I don't know that we could even legally put him on trial. Like, (laughs) he's not not even fit to stand in front of us. And so I'm sure that there was, like, that little bit of, like, well, whatever trouble, like, I get into, like, with the government. Like, can't do that. You know, you can't get out of it. Yeah. But, like, Mm -hmm. you know, this idea of, you know, once again, like, they have, like, these wild, like, toxic beliefs around marriages. And, I'm going to say what I I tell friends. If you have to either, you know, post on the uh, Am I the Asshole subreddit, um, if you have to, you know, think about taking your partner on Maury or a Netflix, (laughs) you know, the Netflix ultimatum ultimatum. dating. Yeah. You know, like, you know, on that, if you have to partition your computer so your wife can't see part of what you're looking up because the bible porn blocker that you have on your computer break up it's (laughs) (laughs) it's over like you you know it is and that's that's the other i'm just like man like uh he's he's a gross and i think he and also like i think he probably watched uh, and and this is not like in regards to like the type of abuse that we're talking about but like physical abuse like i'm sure he watched Jim Bob, because like they they literally talk about how they abuse their children, like mm-hmm. starting early, like with blanket training. Where yeah, they, four yeah. months, four yeah. months is when blanket. Well, let's say what that is. Yeah. For again, the normal brains out there. Yeah. Blanket training is from to train up a child by um Debbie Pearl and what I don't remember the Jim and Debbie maybe. Yeah, yeah it's so. a husband and wife team. Husband and wife team, and it advocates basically that you begin beating your child at four months old, mm-hmm. um, and it is the value is to instill total obedience mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. 
So the way that you do it is you put a blanket out and you put your starting at four months. I I don't, if you don't have kids or like have a lot of experience, like that is an infant. It is so small. They cannot crawl. They can't, all they can just like their head kind of flops around and then like, they're so little, like they cannot understand. And they will put like a toy that they want to like just out of reach. And if the kid moves towards the toy, they will beat their kid with a stick. And Mm -hmm. this is like actually advocated to start at this age through adulthood that you are like beating your the shit out of your kid um and it's like the value is just like there needs to be total immediate obedience Mm -hmm. and total immediate obedience to everyone who's above you like leads to this stuff as well because like you're like too scared to question like you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, Josh would be kind of the extension of your father and your father is like the ultimate authority over the home. It's like this kind of stuff drives into it too. corporal punishment in like um, dominionist Christian households is absolutely horrific. It, yeah, it really is. And so it's like Josh saw this growing. Like, I mean, he experienced it. I do believe that as well of this of this physical abuse growing up. And I just genuinely think, you know, between that, between his daddy always being there to save the day, I really think he thought that he was untouchable. Like, this was all, like, normal, you just, you know, like, dudes being dudes. Like, this is all things that he was, you know, allowed to do if he kept it enough of a secret. And and now here we are. Now he's, you know, I said, down the street from me um, in the, you know, the Washington County Jail awaiting, you know, sentencing. Spoiler, everybody. They did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, you it, it made me think i mean as soon as i knew about this like mm-hmm. i have to speculate like when he had that conversation with the the state patrol whatever guy mm-hmm. and now knowing that that guy is in prison for the same thing Ow. it's like was yeah was he setting him straight or was he training him to cover his tracks like what kind of conversation did those two really have 100 percent. yeah exactly because i'm sure he's gonna be like well we're all curious you know mm-hmm. like yeah yeah And that's how Jim Bob describes it, too. He describes, um, you know, Josh being hormonal and doing what hormonal teenage boys do. And he mentions, like, other families within the church having this issue and, like, will, like, openly admit it as though this is, like, a normal part of growing up, which it obviously is not. Right. It's part of your church's issues. Like, this is the way that you're training your children. Like, this isn't everyone. Yeah, and you would think, and and once again, like I I grew up in a, a I think a lot like you guys in a relatively like a normal ish church. Like yeah. I think I have like run of the mill religious trauma, like opposed to like maybe <laughs> yeah. some of the more like severe stuff that I've seen. But you would think like as a church leader, and I know like as a woman, I'm speaking out of turn here, but like <laughs> as, <laughs> you're not allowed to talk about this. I, I know, but you would think like as a church leader, like if you over and over again had the same exact problem coming into your office and you're kind of having to mitigate and do damage control on, you know, which I know a lot of these churches have, would you think not stop to think, am I part like as the spiritual guide of this community, am I not making myself clear enough that this abuse is not something that will be tolerated or, or am I fostering, you know, but once again, I, I, I understand that like, it's, it's easy for me to kind of look into that and say like, why would you stop and say, Hey, what's going well, on I mean, here? The problem is it is being tolerated. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. seeing this and you know, all I, I will say fucking TLC, 
is going to pay for the damage that is done to Fuck our TLC. country. Fuck TLC. I mean, they rode this cash cow until they were aware of this stuff. They, I mean, it's just sick. Like, they need to be held to task for, like, their yeah. part in this. They never will. No. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just such a small piece of the puzzle here. Like, And I also just think it is so dangerous now, especially, like, uh, and this is something, and uh, I, I, we've talked a lot about, about this, and we talk about this a lot on our podcast, this idea of Christian dominionism. Like like we said, literally, like they think they're fighting in a holy war. And Harvey, uh, co-host, uh, one of my co-hosts on Hoot and Holler, mm-hmm. she talks about this a lot, and she is so well-spoken about it. They, like I said, they, they truly believe like that this is what they're going to have to do to save America. And with TLC, like, oh, it was like, oh, very cute. Like, oh, this family... You know, they knew up to, like, they talked about blanket training in some of, like, the very early episodes. Like, so they knew literally baseline they're beating their kids. And so they just made this okay and beamed this into millions of, of TVs across the country. And it's like, what damage are we going to be paying for that for how long? And I said, between that and then some of the other, like, super exploitative shit that they have done, TLC uh, is an, an enemy of mine. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. learning channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I love the Duggars always call it the like the learning channel in mm-hmm. full to like try and explain why they allow it to show in their home when they supposedly don't watch TV. Yeah, exactly. like, it's the learning channel. It's like bullshit. And, oh like, yeah, they toddlers are, in tiaras. Yeah, rule. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Learning it's like the it's the worst of the worst, and yeah. like it's like sister wives, which is the same. Oh They're, god, I can. You want to do an episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's some I demonic absolutely shit do. yes <laughs> well you talk to me about sister wives too because i'm into that too <laughs> and so you know harvey is actually uh she grew up mormon so oh, oh no okay way. yeah Whoa. so we gotta we gotta we gotta have her on um part uh, three for of the crossover yeah <laughs> oh dude we gotta do another episode and do and talk about the because that's a whole they yeah. they have a lot of the it's a lot of the same. There's also like some like special unique stuff with Sister Wives. <laughs> like, there is a lot with Sister Wives. <laughs> I feel like every day every day I log on I'm like oh my god you guys <laughs> break up <laughs> all of you. Oh my god it's so fucking dysfunctional it's insane it yeah. rules. This last season of Sister Wives is like the most fun I've ever that had watching TV. On. Yes. Still on. <laughs> One of them left. He is yeah. down to like his minimum allowed get into heaven number of wives. If he loses <laughs> one more wife, <laughs> he's out. He's, he's going out. to Mormon hell. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to Mormon hell. He's going to that waiting planet. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, Mormon purgatory planet. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's like it's like exactly the same thing where they like tried to sell it like they were this like quirky family and just yep. like the dysfunction became clearer and clearer and and uh, the same thing uh happened with uh you know John and Kate plus 8 mm-hmm. you know as they were having just like these you know knockdown drag out fights in front of all of yeah. these kids yeah. uh, you know they're like oh let's make some money and it's just like uh, I like I hope that I do truly hope that they pay for what they have done to this country. It's truly awful and it like is part of the larger like right-wing propaganda project. People truly like did not know People like the viewers, run of the mill viewers, where like mm-hmm. I knew something was wrong because I've like always been very interested in mm-hmm. these freaks, like very obsessed. Yeah. And like 
I think it's really funny when you see people say that, like, you know, what leftists need to do is they need to sit down and listen to the other side. Because no. I'm like, do you, I am obsessed with the other side. I know everything there is to know about the other side. I am fully fucking aware. Like, yeah. I, like, recognize all of this stuff that, like, all the warning signs of, like, their different mm-hmm. stuff popping up where I'll be like, that's what, like, I know what an eye trap is. Like, it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that that's that's such a good point, and it drives me up the wall. Um, is when you will have people who are either organizing or just like in general leftists that have only ever grown up in, and not necessarily just you know like the coastal elites, but not in the Ozarks. And mm-hmm. they you know they will try to tell me, oh, you just have to reason with these people. I'm like, listen. I've been reasoning with these people since I was fucking born. Um, I, I promise you, we're 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 never gonna we're never gonna find a middle ground uh, with Jim Bob Duggar. Um, yeah. When I yeah, I I completely uh, uh, echo that uh, that statement. It it drives me up the fucking wall. Yeah. Reason with and them. I mean, okay. I, <laughs> yeah. For Jim sure, Bob like- Jim Bob Duggar thinks you're going to hell if you use birth control. Like I'm I, I'm not going to be able to like come to an agreement on workers' rights with Jim Bob Duggar. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that circles around to, like, kind of the beginning of, like, there is value, I think, in examining and understanding these people. I think mm-hmm. only insofar as it provides you some understanding of their philosophy so that you can beat it. I don't think it's valuable because you need to, like, learn about your fellow man. I think it's extremely pointless to ever speak to any of these people. They they have been involved in, like, some of the stoking the worst of the worst with trans people. Oh, my God. Like, the, oh. like Michelle was, like, in a big, mm-hmm. like, anti-trans people campaign. She mm-hmm. did, like, that robocall. They in, left yeah, to, to in, in fame. That was where I live. Um, uh, city council uh, was a, a non-discrimination ordinance. Just saying, like, okay. hey, like, don't be mean to gay and trans people. And Michelle uh-huh. Duggar was like, not on my watch. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like, they're the, the, the worst most like of the toothless worst. things that oh, a, yeah. a city government can do. Yeah, yeah. And the robocall was like saying that like boys were going to show up in like the locker rooms of girls, like when they're changing mm-hmm. at the city pool. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's yeah. no, that's oh, bo- just boys your like kid. Uh, your yeah. son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, yeah. I wonder how she came up with that idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're sadistic freaks. And like, I think it's like really valuable to discuss and understand, but only so that you can know that you shouldn't attempt to waste your time by like winning people over to your side. You should just like attempt to organize the like unheard people mm-hmm. who. I don't know. It's not that I think it's worthless to talk to people who don't agree with you necessarily, but when it comes to, like, the far right, I think it's important to know about them and mm-hmm. that you need to yeah. know that they if, – if they – to someone who believes that they are in the middle of a holy war, do you yeah. really think that it makes a difference if you have coffee with them? I can't match that right. energy. And if, and if you yeah. don't you think, like – well, this isn't really a war. Well, that doesn't matter. Like, they are fighting this war. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you are, like, opposing that or not, like, they're going to keep going and keep trying to win their holy war. And you talk about organizing against them. And a, a really interesting example of that happened when Jim Bob was running for uh, the, the special election here in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the person who led that was actually Jill's husband Derek who Mm -hmm. uh not only they took because here's the thing is like the like if the Duggars show up at one of your events people will take pictures 
Because like, oh, and especially at this time, all the shit's going down with Josh. <laughs> yeah. So Derek started showing up to the person who ultimately ended up winning the seat, but then just uh, just clobbered Jim Bob in this election. Uh, it was a guy named Colby Fulfer. And um, I, it's a, a bizarre made up name. I love I, names. Yeah. Yes. And Colby Fulfer. Colby Fulfer. Okay. Yes. Um, he uh, he ended up going out and campaigning for this guy and like holding mm-hmm. signs like real close to where the Duggars live. And but that and that's what it takes. Is like I don't think that Colby is like maybe like the best case scenario for like the people in my community. I'll tell you, he's a whole hell of a lot better than a Duggar. And so it's like <laughs> that that's the kind of energy that that you have to have to beat these people is say, hey, like how do we, you know, how do we help organize against them? Because that's that's truly that's that's it. Because, you know, it's it's very easy because like they can come across as so relatable. So like, oh man, these guys, they love their kids. I love my kids. They love Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You know, I love Jesus too. And then you vote for him and then it's like, oh wait, I, I don't love Jesus like that or whatever it is. But yeah. And so, I actually love my, you know, two or three kids. And they Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they I just actually like, love my daughters and my sons. Yeah. 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 Not just my sons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is like organizing within the community. It is like like some imperfect people like Derek. It is like mm-hmm. so I, I guess there's value in sort of knowing that there's going to be people you don't want to 100 percent overlap with, but mm-hmm. you at least like both stand against child abuse or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's true of the labor movement, too. That's true of it's not that there you can't ally with people who are, you know, you're not 100 percent with. But, you know. Ugh. It's, yeah, that it, rules it, about Derek. It's it's gonna get messy because yeah, yeah. <laughs> the still like like I said earlier the the people like within the the clan who are like opposing the patriarch are only you know slightly different from him. Yeah, they're still pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah we have a, we have a lot of situations like that and we won't get into him because this like, this guy could be another uh, another episode that we could all talk about but we have a. Uh, an Indian American neo Confederate that's running for Senate down here. And uh, am I going to vote for, because, uh, you know, there's no Democrat running, of course. Um, right. Am I going to vote for some dipshit that's been in Washington for 100 years over this neo Confederate who wants to send people to jail for taking birth control? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to vote for Bozeman on this one. Like, you know, sometimes there, there really is a just cover your nose, do what you got to do. And so you, you vote in the Republican primary just so that you have some. Some uh, input. If it is, there's somebody like particularly like, <laughs> oh shit, super heinous, yeah. super bad. <laughs> I will like a lot of time in the primaries. Like, there's so few people, like, and and I hate to be this way, but like, there's so few people like on a national level like running for Arkansas. It's like it, yeah. it like presidential doesn't matter down here. Like, it's gonna swing to you know Republican no matter what. Um, yeah. but like it, in the case like with like Neil Kumar who was his like i said he's the the, the indian american neo-confederate and he's he's got like he's so bad that the arkansas gop won't let him run as a republican oh wow yeah so <laughs> when it's it's somebody like that that um he oh he was at january 6th as well um nice. once again we, we cannot get into this guy tonight all right, right. <laughs> and, um, but when the, what i'm trying to say when there's somebody like that that's running i'll usually go ahead but if there's not i'll just usually just skip it but right yeah i mean what yeah 
no one's no one that uh, aligns with your views is really making uh, yeah. any headway <laughs> yeah you know and and that's the thing like it but if there if on the case you know there was a super progressive candidate running you know i would be sure to vote in those but if it makes sense i do it if it doesn't i'm just like i'm not gonna go to the the saying avenue baptist church and hang out with some old ladies just for the fun of it you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i mean i think that like i think there's value in harm reduction i think there's Mm -hmm. limits to harm reduction and it's just you know kind of trying your best yeah so that that is i think uh with in regards to the duggars uh i know for all the people in iowa voting in northwest arkansas in a couple weeks can be very useful information um (laughs) but i i think ultimately that might be where you where we have to start and i I don't know um if maybe that's the the answer that everybody wants but yeah sometimes it it just might just be harm reduction to keep a dugger out of office and if that's what we gotta do then fuck it you know yeah, it seems like a reasonable I, I, short-term goal. Yeah, you know what? I voted for Hillary Clinton. Like, I can I can hold my nose and vote for you know John Bozeman. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I I mean I think we covered a lot of the bases to the well, the current Duggar situation. Is there anything yeah. else we we need to get on the record before we sign off? I can't. I I could go for so long. <laughs> I, I could too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I've got all of my my Duggar fun facts out. Um, yeah. If I think of any more, I'll send them in our group message. Though, yeah. <laughs> please do. I will literally never not want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> we got some fun stuff. We got some horrible stuff. We we got some big picture like how this is relevant stuff. I think mm-hmm. we've you know sort of covered what we needed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next time I see Jim Bob in Sam's Club, I will take a picture and send it to you guys. Wow, that's so crazy. I would be so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, thank you, Taylor, for uh, talking to us about this, you know, close to home issue for you (laughs) thank you for having me this was so much fun and taylor again is on the hoot and holler podcast is there anything else you would like our listeners to be aware of like where they can you know read your opinions things like that (laughs) um if that if you've listened to this and like i gotta have more yeah thank you um you can find us on twitter it's at hoot and holler pod uh, you can find me personally on Twitter with the fantastic username at Barfield the Cat. Uh, that's Garfield with a B. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you got it from there. You get the you get the general idea. Um, but yeah, follow us. Uh, we're always talking about some wild shit like this. Yeah. Arkansas is chock full of them. <laughs> I'm a little jealous because this is my shit. I'm just a little bit jealous that like some of the characters that they're just not quite as good up here. <laughs> yeah yeah we're we're trending that way i think but still there's too many boring figures in our politics that are mm-hmm. still in charge yeah you guys are gonna get there one day oh yeah we're, we're on, on our, our way, way for sure yeah, i believe in you guys <laughs> <laughs> all right so go check out hoot and holler uh if you haven't yet a good entryway would be the episode natalie was on uh shit like yes. a month and a half ago at this point mm-hmm. but yeah for people who know natalie's voice uh that would be a good good way to start yeah all right well thanks for listening thank you taylor thank you natalie uh i think i learned some things tonight this was <laughs> a bit of a learning channel for me <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll catch you next time sometimes it's hard to be a woman Given all 
your love to just one man. You'll have bad times, and he'll have good times doing things that you don't understand. But if you love him, you'll forgive him, even though he's hard. Understand, and if you love him, I'll be proud of him. Cause after all, he's just a man. Are cold and lonely. 